0: We're back on Show Me Today. I'm your host, Bill Pollock. We're going to wrap up the program with a visit with Brian Arnold, a pianist, singer, and speaker in the Springfield area that had to overcome multiple challenges that life has thrown his way. He lost a leg at the age of six. Another accident later in life left him paralyzed in his left arm. He's here to share his story with Cameron Connor.
1: I did not start playing the piano of my own free will. It was my mother's idea, and the reason my mother thought I should learn to play the piano was because I had an unfortunate accident at the age of six years old. I slipped under a riding lawnmower. My left leg was cut off right below the knee, and it was because of that accident my mother thought I needed to learn to do something that I could do sitting down, and uh, so she thought the piano was a great idea. She bought it for $25, sight unseen, and me start taking piano lessons. I tell people that she, you know that she had to really make me do that because it was not something I wanted to do. My dad was a basketball coach, and even though I had an artificial leg, you still want to grow up and and be like your dad. And unfortunately, I couldn't run as fast as I as other kids. That I couldn't run as long because of my leg, and uh, felt sorry for myself. Kids made fun of me, and uh, as a kid, so I kind of grew up with a bit of a shoulder. Uh, the, bit of a chip on my shoulder and uh, so the piano eventually is what became my identity because the older I got the better I got Uh, when I got into high school I was playing the piano for the choir and and all the you know the soloists that would go to contests things like that I was playing piano for all this all their stuff and then I ended up with a scholarship to college playing classical piano and there um I went to Missouri State University, wasn't called that then, but that's uh, that's where I went to college. And then from there, kind of made my way uh, into the music shows.
0: What a miraculous journey. And one thing that I'd love to touch back on about you learning the piano is the fact that and you mentioned it a little bit about your, your father being a basketball coach. But up to this point, and I have originally read this in rural Missouri's article about you, is the fact that music wasn't necessarily up to that point your family's forte and you were able to take that identity and kind of make it a part of what your family is. So how how is that in reality to find something that you can call your own that eventually was adopted by your family for one of your passions?
1: Well, the thing about it is is that when I say we were not we were not musically inclined, it wasn't like we sat around singing songs together and hey, we should play an instrument and do that sort of thing. It was really out of the blue, or I should say out of character when my mother said, let's do the piano. Now, the change as I got older and got better, you know, my dad became a pastor and being in a rural church, they're always looking for somebody who can play an instrument and sing a song. So I was instantly, you know, volunteered, if you will, for playing for congregational singing and doing special music. And so, I would be learning these things at home, and uh, then I'd be singing a song and learning a song. My sisters would sometimes sing with me, and then eventually we got to where all of us would uh, get up there in church and sing a song with me playing the piano. And it didn't happen all the time. It wasn't like we became some traveling group or known as a as a as a musical family per se, but. It uh, certainly was uh, a wonderful childhood experience, and uh, you know, my every time I go home uh, to West Plains and sing at my dad's my dad's church, you know, my sister will get up and sing one with me if she's there. Every now and then, you can even talk to my dad and still getting up and singing. So, it, it was a it was it was a great experience.
0: This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We are lucky to be joined here today by Brian Arnold. He is a pianist, a public speaker, an evangelist, and he's currently in Silver Dollar City with the Spoken For Quartet Group. We are talking about his story and his journey today. Going back to how you continued and consistently got better at the piano, this led to some scholarships at at the college that you went to, and that's eventually, through that practice and you being a music major, that eventually led to silver dollar city and also some careers in branson and such that is correct
1: yeah i i left college i didn't i didn't complete my degree i was i had a music degree that i was working on but i had an opportunity to take a job in a music zero actually first up in osage beach um it was a show called the mark sexton's star world showroom mark had had a show in vegas for a while. And so he decided to bring his show, I guess, to Osage Beach. And, but when I got this opportunity to audition for this show, um, I think the owner, Mark, I think he just kind of felt sorry for me because, uh, and what I mean by that is I, I think he just kind of liked me and decided to give me a chance because he really didn't need me in a show. He had a keyboard player he brought in from Vegas that played five keyboards. At, at the same time, you know, he had five of them wrapped around him. And I think, well, what in the world do you need me for? But it was it was a, an interesting experience. It was fun. I went from being this, you know, shy little boy, you know, with a chip on his shoulder, embarrassed and my artificial leg, all that. I went from that person to being on the stage, playing the keyboard, wearing spandex and glitter and, you know, singing everything from, uh, Hank Williams to you know the BGS. I mean, just a little bit of everything in between, seemed like. And so it was it was quite a, a, a jump, and certainly not something that, as a teenager, I thought I'm gonna be in a music show. I didn't even know music shows existed until I saw that you know, this theater was auditioning for a for a band, and uh, so I just took a chance. That then led from that show. I eventually moved to Branson. Uh, originally, went to work at Walmart in Branson, of all things, and was in the toy department. And if you know anything about that, that's always a mess because of kids playing with toys and all that sort of thing. And my job was yes. to straighten it up, stock the shelves. Not a not a glamorous job at all. But I had a I had a guy walk into that toy department by the name of Gary Wilkinson. And Gary was a member of the Wilkinson Brothers show, which had been the sixth original show in Branson. And they were coming, they were doing a revival of their show. He had gotten my name and uh, he found me, ran me down, found me at Walmart, of all things, in the toy department. He says, I understand you played the piano. Would you be interested in. Auditioning for our show, and I looked at those shelves and the toys, and I looked back at him, and I said, "Absolutely, I would love that opportunity." I auditioned, I got the job, it was a fun job. From there, went to work at the Roy Clark Celebrity Theater, which back in the day, uh, before all the big stars started coming to Branson, uh, that's where Ray Stevens would come for three days at a time, and Roy Clark and. And Jim Stafford would come there for three days at a time. Uh, you know, all these different stars. And so I got to work, you know, as an opening act for so many people, from Roger Miller to B.J. Thomas, Tanya Tucker. Um, it's just an amazing experience. Ricky Skaggs. Uh, I can just go on and on. My next job ended up being at Silver Dollar City, working with a group called the uh, the Branson Brothers. They were, at that time, an up-and-coming Country Quartet, and I uh, had a record deal in Nashville, and they were performing at Silver Dollar City in the Echo Hollow Amphitheater, which was a big 4,000-seat amphitheater. And I got the job, started working with, with Silver Dollar City, working with the Branson Brothers. And then that eventually led to the opportunity to start my own gospel group. Uh, I found out Silver Dollar City was going to be replacing... Uh, a group that was leaving, and I had a little part-time group. We auditioned, and uh, we got the job, and our name was Chosen View. So kind of come all the way around, you know, from singing in church to now singing gospel music at the theme Park with a quartet. It was a lot of fun. And it was from there that we began to get invitations to go and sing in churches and things like that.
0: Brian, in this chapter, in this part of your journey, is where you were met with another life redefining moment. Right
1: on January sixteenth, nineteen ninety four, was to a church to sing, and uh, driving my pickup truck down I forty four, headed towards Marshville, Missouri, and I got about as far as Stratford, about that about that place in the road, I hit black ice and spun out of control and ended up in the other lane of the interstate in front of a semi truck that was loaded with steel beams. I couldn't get out of his way and he couldn't get out of mine. It was really a no fault situation, but he drove that semi truck over the back end of my pickup flipping over and steel beams going all over the place. And I got tangled up in the seat belt and ended up breaking my neck at C2 and three and paralyzing my left arm from the shoulder down. And I can remember Lying alongside that highway, you know, unable to move my left arm, worried about, we got to get me to the hospital so I can get this fixed. I'm a piano player. My identity is a piano player. I make my living as a piano player. I serve the Lord as a piano player. And uh, lying there, thinking, I don't know anyone who is piano player. So it was a big deal. And by the time they got me to the hospital, my arm was actually the last thing they were concerned about. They didn't expect me to live. I had uh, internal injuries, I was afraid I was gonna to bleed to death from, partial stroke, all kinds of things going on. And uh, so it was it was quite a quite a an accident and it left me uh, with my left arm
0: paralyzed from the shoulder
1: down.
0: This is Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We are lucky to be joined here today by Brian Arnold. He is a pianist, a public speaker, an evangelist, and he's currently in Silver Dollar City with the Spoken For Quartet Group. We are talking about his story and his journey today. For, from the metaphorical perspective, those are those moments that, not, and I'm sure just me, me hearing and reacting to that, that make you gasp for air when you hear something like that. And yet, during this whole time, you know, I... Even me, I'm thinking back and you're taking me through that journey with you and I'm wondering if you're okay and such. And all you're worried about is what you believe is your message in life, what you believe is your passion in life and how to get back to that. And I think that's a very critical message and it's it's a powerful thing for you to be able to do that, Brian, because there are so many instances like this. But instead of worried about it being in that moment, you're also worried about how you keep moving forward and how you can keep pursuing to live your dream and that that's exactly what you've done correct
1: yes it actually is and uh, you know it's not as simple as just oh i make the decision and now we do it you know mm-hmm. um i still have to remind myself on a fairly regular basis that uh, my life has purpose and i think that's uh, i think that's a message that everybody needs to hear you know, I live from a biblical perspective. So, I mean, I, I come from a place of, of of an understanding that we were created, and God has a plan and a purpose for our life, and that's what gives me the 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 desire to keep going. That there's something yet to do, and uh, I didn't know what that was. Um, sometimes I still wonder, you know, okay, you know, what are you going to do now? Because the older I get, the more things that seem to break down and, and life is always difficult. But, you know, that's, that's the way it is for everybody. Everybody's dealing with something, some kind of a problem. And you're, a lot of people, the first reaction is to give up. Oh, woe is me. Why did this have to happen to me? And, uh, from the perspective that I live from, it's that, I understand that this is a fallen world And there are going to be things that happen It's unfair I wish it wasn't this way And I also don't live with the perspective that God did this to me You know, God didn't run me over with a lawnmower And he didn't run me over with a semi-truck So that I'd have this story to tell I think the story is that God has the ability to take what we think is a mess And actually turn it into our message a message of that there is hope, that you have a reason to live. You have a reason to get up in the morning and and keep going, even when everything else around you seems like it's falling in. And that's what I try to do. And like I said, some days I'm better at it than others. But I, I've been very fortunate that through the years, to use my story in, in a powerful way, you know, Silver Dollar City was so gracious to let me come back to work right after that accident, wearing a halo brace of all things, and uh, you know, saying literally to you know thousands upon thousands of people. Um, that's thousands probably even way more than that. But uh, I recently, back in 2020, went back to work at Silver Dollar City with a group called Spoken For Quartet, and it's interesting after being away from silver dollar city for 20 years that now i have people coming up who were kids that saw me back when the accident happened or shortly thereafter and they're coming up and sharing how my story encouraged them or how i gave them the the strength to to keep going and I think that kind of gets back to the question you asked. How you know what keeps you know what what gives your life purpose? Well, it's understanding that sometimes it's not in the immediate. It's it, it, it's a seed that gets planted, and and you may not even realize the impact your life is having until much later. If even then, I mean, that's what gets that's what keeps me going.
0: It's an extremely powerful message, and so why why don't you talk to me about your position now with with Silver Dollar City with Spoken Four Quartet? How how has that been? You know, I'm assuming it's still kind of living in a dream to be able to still do these things. It, it's you also learned how to play the piano with just your right hand as well, correct?
1: That is correct. Um, the interesting thing about learning to play the piano with one hand. When I was a teenager, I was classically trained. That's how I got my scholarship to college, playing classical music. And I learned Rachmaninoff, Beethoven, Chopin, all kinds of wonderful, beautiful pieces. But my piano teacher was an old concert pianist, and he had me learn an all-left-handed piano piece, classical piece. For you don't use your right hand. You just take the left hand, and you play this classical piece, and it was all over the piano. Now, there was no way for me to know as a teenager that that was going to actually be a seed planted that I was going to need to reap from later. So you fast forward to after my accident with the semi and my arm being paralyzed that I'm sitting there going, what am I going to do now? They're telling me this is never going to work again. I make my living as a piano player with this group. What am I supposed to do? And then it's like sitting down at that piano with just my right hand and going, oh, well, wait, let's try this. I remember doing this with my left hand, and the light bulb kind of started to come on, and I began to develop a style of playing that uh, allowed me to use the one hand, right hand. And... uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a, it's an interesting thing how life sometimes all these dots begin to connect. And uh, so you fast forward to today, now I'm with this quartet being able to be back at Silver Dollar City. I I, I still travel when I'm not at Silver Dollar City. I'm, I mean, I'm on the road. Uh, I do a lot of speaking engagements, revival work, that sort of thing. But uh, Silver Dollar City in 2020 you know, obviously everything was shut down because of COVID in 2020. And I didn't have any work going on. And this quartet called me and said, hey, Silver Dollar City's going to open back up. We need a piano player. Would you be interested in, in coming and playing and singing? And and I said, absolutely. You know, I've been staring at the four walls of my house. And uh, again, I never dreamed I'd be back there. Nope for no particular reason other than I just thought that season of life was over. And now to be back with, you know, John and Cecil and Brandon out there singing with this group, it's it's just, it's a fun experience. It's, it's I, I'm reliving a lot of it just because, you know, I did it for over 10 years with Chosen View. And now to be back, it's a totally different feeling. And uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun.
0: So, Brian, it's safe to say that you have the fastest right arm and hand and fingers on this side of the Mississippi, right? <laughs> you have to. Well,
1: I've I have, I had have a pretty fast hand.
0: That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. And, Brian, I want to thank you so much for your time here today on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. Show Me Today.